So earlier when you said he came to play, I thought you said he kinks to play. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Popcorn Watchlist Podcast, where we discuss and celebrate our favorites in TV and film. I am your host, Xavier, and join with me are my special friends. You've got Danny, our info man. What's up? Anthony. Hello. And Zach. What's up, guys? And today, thank you for joining us, because we're going to talk about a special movie that we just recently watched, a directorial debut by Michael B. Jordan. Uh, let's get right down to talking to everybody about Creed 3. Well, before we get into it, uh, we were supposed to talk about Zach's recommended movie, but we're actually going to skip it on over for next week, just because we haven't gotten a chance to watch Bummer. it all together. Okay. <laughs> Which, yeah, and by, by us, we mean Danny. He's yeah. the only one who hasn't seen it. <laughs> My bad. But uh, we're going to all watch it together, so they won't let me watch it alone. No. So he has to, We have to watch it as a group together. We have to do it for the greater good. Leave the no greater good. Hand. And just in case if you're wondering which movie it was, it is Hot Fuzz. Yeah. So uh, we'll get to that next week, but we'll uh, move on to Creed 3 for now. Yeah. Um, I went into this movie with high hopes and high expectations, and boy were they met. I'm just going to say that right out right now, because uh, Michael B. Jordan really put a lot of his influences on the screen in an amazing way. It wasn't uh, corny. It wasn't, uh, you know, on the nose. It wasn't, like, also, like, haphazardly thrown together. He was playing with a lot of, you know, high-end toys, so to speak, and he made something really fun and really special. I think it really cemented uh, a story that stands on its own as being a story about Adonis Creed and less... Uh, this whole, uh, like you know, you, there's always this legacy because it, it it stems from the Rocky films. But I feel like this is a movie that it can stand on its own and tell a story that's unique to this character. And like I said, he he's playing with uh, the fancy toys, the really expensive ones you find in the in the Toys R Us aisles, uh, with people off, uh, like uh, having Michael be uh, sorry having Jonathan Majors. Uh, be like his rival in the film and former best friend um, Tessa Thompson obviously and um, he's it's honestly man like it's up there with the first one like and by, by no means is like out of the three three movies no means too bad but like I feel like this one is almost as good as the first one and that one was directed by Ryan Coogler so um, you know he started off his first film with something with you know subject matter he knows characters he knows and, you know, uh, actors that are amazing and are able to be able to take these characters and bring them up to the next level. That's, uh, you know, it's, it's awesome. And um, you guys know I'm a massive fan of Jonathan Majors. And this dude came to play, like, in every sense, from the physicality standpoint of Damien to the uh, pathos that the character has, the many different layers. He's not just this... Uh, just cookie cutter 
like Clubber Lang style villain. Like this per this man is hungry. He's he he wants what's owed to him. He feels like like maybe it's rightfully or justfully so that he has this chip on his shoulder. And you like a part of me was watching the movie. I'm just like, damn, the dude's so charismatic and the character's so interesting. I was like, I kind of do want to see him succeed, even though he goes about it in ways that um, aren't necessarily on the up and up. And it just leads to amazing drama between uh, Adonis and Damien. Um, and, uh, you know, we just we get an awesome movie out of it. I mean, with Jonathan Major's character, I feel like you go through the roller coaster of like, okay, yeah, I want to go f- root for him. And then you're like, oh, okay, no, no, okay. <laughs> and then, oh, okay, yeah. And then you just keep going back and forth. And uh, I-, I think he did a great job playing this character. And like showing the different sides of the character as well. Yeah, he's layered. Like it's just a it's a well written character that ha- that you know again it's a testament to Jonathan Majors to be able to bring those layers out and and he's ripped. Yeah, I mean the dude's jacked. Like he's massive. And uh, like I don't know if you, this is a, a, an aside, but like all the hits, like when he like vocalized the hits that you kind of learn from like in martial arts and everything, it's the same vocalizations he uses in Ant Man uh in quantum mania and so like all the hits are stronger it's like dude like someone's getting like their rib cage broken i mean they probably filmed around the same time maybe ant-man first but he was still training he filmed like four movies at once that needed him to have like yeah like like that yeah quantum mania magazine dreams this one and like let's just say maybe no i think it was something else i think there's another one coming out um that he's filming now that he's still that, that needs he's to be. And more Kang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and more Kang. Is it 48? Oh, wait. He's, he's going to be Dennis Rodman in 48 Hours in Vegas. So go. that's hilarious. Um, the man in my place. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, anyway, sorry. As I went on the side. Let's start looking at upcoming IMDb stuff. But yeah, like... Uh, and this movie was shot good. IMAX. Yeah. Which is... Uh, isn't it like the first... Uh, Sports movie to be shot in IMAX? I think so. I Possibly? I think that's what they mentioned. The Little Giants remake would like the different. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> that'd be amazing. The annexation of Puerto Rico in IMAX. The first sports <clears throat> movie to be shot on IMAX cameras. Oh, interesting. Because boxing is a sport. And it is the highest grossing sports movie. It is. Is it? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. No way. Yes, way. Of like all time, yeah, mm-hmm. highest grossing Rocky franchise movie and highest grossing sports movie. Already the highest grossing Rocky franchise. No, already movie. the highest grossing sports movie. That's that's nuts. What was behind that? Probably uh-huh. another Rocky movie. I don't know. Remember the Titans? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's nuts. Well, it's like, well, hold on. Well, and funny enough, we we didn't even watch it in IMAX. If I'm sure if we would have... Nah, Dolby. Did we, did we know that beforehand? I don't think we know that uh, It was there. Like, I knew there was an IMAX version, but I just didn't know if it was truly shot in IMAX. So I was like, ah, Dolby's... Yeah. I'm sure Dolby's good enough. Yeah, and, and we didn't watch it in IMAX. We, we watched it in Dolby instead. But to be already the highest grossing sports... I mean... There probably haven't been a lot of sports movies in the last. Well, sports like, movies probably don't decades. make that much money either. They're not Marvel movies that make true hundreds of millions of dollars. But I think because of the, the legacy behind 
the Creed films with Rocky, it I guess it makes sense. Uh, it you know for people to be fans of Rocky and then uh, getting them to go back to the theater to see another uh, installment in that franchise, I think. Dude, even more than Space Jam. Yeah. So, like the first Space Jam? I don't even know if Space Jam Cre- made that much money. I'm so, looking at this Space Jam. What? Based on this article, Creed 3 claims title as biggest sports movie opening of all time. What article opening. is this? Opening. Okay. Uh, okay. With oh, opening. With 100 million uh, box opening. office total. Yeah, that's that's opening. Because I'm, I'm reading through some other stuff and they're like... The movies still, the they're still making for, money. They're, they're adjusting money. for inflation, yeah. so like... Adjusted for inflation, Space Jam made good, 518 I mean. million. Rocky Four made 775 million. Yeah, but you can't do that. Uh, adjusting for inflation? Yeah. Mm. But okay. for opening, um, that's not bad at all. What do you mean not bad? That's incredible. Like that's <laughs> that's great for him, man. Like I'm all. I'm and happy to be your for, first movie directing. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm happy for everybody involved in this movie. Like that that's it's well deserved. So like if we're talking about like you know immediately. Uh, in, like you know, initial impressions. It's just like, dude, like this. This movie's awesome. Like, and what's crazy is like, um, you know, the elephant in the room. Uh, Rocky's not in it. He's yeah, not. that was kind of weird. I think it's like it's kind of weird, but I'm cool with it. As I, like, I made my piece. Like with it, 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 it was still great even without Rocky. But you do feel like you do miss him there. Like you're like. Hmm. There were a few moments where it seemed like he probably should have been there for yeah. like two scenes, even if it was just like a camera. It's like it's kind of weird. Maybe like towards the end or something. Like, did they even mention Rocky? I feel like they mentioned they, maybe they once. They said his name yeah. once. Yeah, and that was it. They said his name once, but I don't even remember them mentioning his name. To yeah. be honest, yeah. they did. It was like towards weird. early-ish middle of the movie, I think. Yeah, like, but. Um, you know, with that, like that's why I was like, you know, I, I don't know, I'll, I'll be the odd, odd man out thinking like I'm cool with that because like I, it helps uh, Adonis uh, Donnie's story um, stand out more and be more unique into his own because he's dealing with stuff from his past that um, you know maybe it's something that Rocky couldn't necessarily relate to. I know like he used to try to be like a strong man for like you know some local hustlers in in Philly. Uh, talking about Rocky, by the way, but then like you know then he got his his fight chance to get that going. But, uh, I mean, you know, it was pretty awesome. Again, I don't want to take up all the airtime as the host, but I thought the movie was amazing. Um, what did you guys think initially? Well, Zach got to see all the Rockies and all the Creeds within a span of like 48 hours before watching this movie. 50 hours. I think it was 24 hours. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it was a, a, such a blur. Like he went through a 12 round boxing match, and like yeah. he's still concussed and can't remember anything. Yeah, I ended up watching. Uh, so we watched Creed three on a Thursday. I watched the first Rocky on on the Tuesday night before. I watched Rocky's three through uh, six. I think. No, well, I don't think I watched Rocky Balboa the same day. I think I ended up watching it. Oh, but you did watch it. Yeah. I know oh, I did. I did end up watching it. Um, I watched Rocky two through four. I think, or maybe I did watch Bob. I don't remember. Uh, Wednesday, <laughs> and then I think I watched Creed one and two, and maybe Rocky Balboa before those. Thursday, the day of the movie. Damn. Nice. So I. What I, a day. What a two days. You're bo- yeah. all boxed up. Yeah, I was lucky that I had that Wednesday and Thursday off that I was able to then watch all these movies. Or, uh, you know, between Netflix and uh, and Amazon, 
I think were yeah. the the two streaming services they had them on. Oh, and I think HBO. Well, HBO well. had the the Creeds, and Netflix and Amazon yeah. had the Rockies. Rockies. The Rockies, yeah. Um, between those three uh, streaming services, I was able to watch all of them, which was pretty crazy. So I was able to like then now see the uh, how how the story has progressed from one from Rocky one to six, and then now with the inclusion of Creed, uh, which has been quite a journey, I will say. I so, but but this movie was really great. I like, still want him to watch the. Uh, director's cut of Rocky Four just to see. I think he yeah, would obje- I, I think he would objectively like that as a better movie. Because um, I remember you telling me like I'm like, what'd you think about the robot in Rocky Four? And he's just like, weird, dude. What's, <laughs> why is there a robot here? I'm like, because he's rich. You can buy a robot for Polly. And Polly got all weird, and then Polly. Then he uh, wasted all the money. Yeah, Five. I'll definitely try to watch that sometime soon. So so you know while while these movies are still fresh and just to kind of. So uh, see how that compares. If you watch all six Rockies and the two Creed movies, mm-hmm. that is fourteen hours and fifty-five minutes. Dude, that's nothing. Of boxing <laughs> drama. That's not even. That's not even Harry Potter. Like all of Harry Potter. The <laughs> <laughs> same amount of movies. Nowhere close. Harry well, Potter's Harry like Potter, twenty hours. Harry Potter's is nineteen hours and thirty-nine minutes. Yeah. yeah. Like, Bruh. I can so, still. I I can still watch Harry Potter in a day. I, I can watch all the Rockies in a day. Okay, so you did okay, well. You, that's fourteen hours and fifty-five minutes, and then add like two and a half more for uh, Creed three. So. And, and that doesn't include like pausing for a couple minutes to use a bathroom. So you're like at seventeen yeah, hours. No, no, no. It's, yeah, there's, it's no still pauses. there's no pauses. <laughs> yeah, you're at seventeen hours. Which... I can't. I can't even blink. No, <laughs> no. Just keep your eyelids open. Just have, have a bottle style. of uh, another movie. Eye drops and just put them in every every. <laughs> Like minute. No, I think midway you text us. You're like, cut my eye, cut my eye, cut my eye. Yeah, I gotta get the next Mick. round. Get me, yeah, cut me, Mick. I know oh, what I'm funny, doing. I know what I'm doing. Funny enough, because speaking of of coming, Mick, uh, I wanted to talk about this um, off air, but I guess since we're bringing it up now, I might as well talk about it. So, I'm a big fan of a band called Yellow Card, and they have a song called "Cut Me, Mick," which <laughs> is a direct reference to the movies. However, the lyrics have nothing to do with Rocky at all. <laughs> funny enough. That. I actually did not know that. Thank you. That's nice. pretty cool. Do you know that song, X? No, uh, no I don't. Okay. That's actually... Got, let this be on record. Zach has one up me on something. I know one yellow card song. So I know one more song than X does. <laughs> I know no, only two yellow cards. I think the, the song is off of their Paper Walls album. So if, if you know yellow card and you want to... Just look at the title. There it is, Cut Me Mick. Wow, they're Rocky fans. That's just like because uh, because I, I, I heard I heard the line in the movie. I'm like, I'm like, yo, Cut Me Mick. Like this sounds like, <laughs> like I've heard this. Like before. this is I've heard this before. Like this is this is a Yellow Card song. So I look it up and I'm like, oh, so it's it turns out Yellow Card chose it because they liked the movie. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Even though we read the lyrics, nothing. To do with it. nothing. <laughs> yeah, so it's I, I like, actually went through the lyrics afterwards because I'm like, okay, maybe the maybe the song has a like has a message. From like, the movie. like from the movie or like like something about the movie, I read through all the lyrics and nothing. It's not like Eye of the Tiger where like the lyrics are like what he's going through in the movie. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's not like that at all. Nothing at all. Okay. Well, Ooh. going back to Creed. Um, yeah, let's get back into this awesome movie. Uh, that what did about. you guys think of the daughter? I loved it. I love the fact that um, she's just all speaking in ASL. And um, th- no, the only thing is I wasn't sure whether or not she was born deaf or 
they were just having her learn to use ASL. No, I think uh, sure she was born, born that, that, because that's in the second, second movie. movie. Yeah, yeah uh, okay. They do like the, yeah. the, the, the hearing the test. That's yeah, they, they right. Do an audio test. Yeah. Yes. So it's a cool like progression from the first movie. Yep. Like, you know, building up to. And that's why in the house, oh, excuse me, in the house uh, they have glass floors for the upstairs portion. Yeah, so, so they can kind so of see her. See her, mm-hmm. and, and then she can yeah communicate, see her like that. That's too cool, and um, it's nice to see from the like um, the daughter kind of going through her own thing of just like oh you know dad's tough, I want to be tough like dad, and you know these kids are making fun of me. Then um, he puts the whooping on this chick, <laughs> so you know like I as as you know uh, everybody has their their rough childhoods and whatnot, but like initially I was just like you know what good 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 for you great but like in the mind is kind of like oh like in the back of your mind they're like oh like hopefully there's a way to channel that like she finds a proper way to channel it and yeah he's starting to teach her boxing which is cool and uh yeah i liked how she would like hide and look at his old videos like on the ipad just yeah. like seeing how he would fight that, that was, was really, really cool. cool and like he was teaching her do it this way like oh like in this other fight that was really cool she signed it like in this fight he's like yes He's like, oh, you seen that one? You She's like, yeah, I've seen all of them. I've seen all of them. He's, he's, you see him as a dad, he's like, nice. Oh, that's what's amazing. up. That's what's up. It was amazing. And uh, what's cool is uh, through the introduction of, of bringing Damien into his house, you see more of this progression of Adonis. Like, hey, he's now retired, so he's kind of living the good life. So it's a little bit like, um, a little bit kind of like Rocky Four in a sense, but like where he's kind of settled in. He now has his like champions gym and. They're training uh, this other dude to fight for the championship, and uh, Damien comes in, you know, gets out of jail or gets out of prison, and uh, proceeds to uh, stir up a storm, man, with the past. With uh, what's his name? Felix, the guy that was the boxer's name, right? Yeah, Felix. With Felix. Then we got uh, Victor Drago also show up in here, and he's like best friends with. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's actually really cool. I, yeah. I liked it. Because they it both cool. bonded after what they went through. And they're like, oh, like, you know, Rocky's like was a surrogate dad for Donnie. And then you have uh, Victor, you know, his real dad being, you know, with, with Ivan Drago having to go through that stuff. And he's like, damn, like, we shouldn't be having to fight our, you know, father's battles. Like, let's be our own people. And that was growth. And it was, you got to see growth uh, mm-hmm. from all of that. And, uh, like, again, like, they just, there's awesome arcs from almost everybody. And, uh, I really liked seeing that play out and not not just being told but like acted out and like going through and then you also get to see that like oh I'm gonna bring in Donnie help him out you know just let him be like a, a sparring partner and you can tell the man the, is hungry the training montage and and he was part of the training montage too like, yeah uh, helping him fight so or get back into yeah, cool. shape to fight. We talking about the the training montages that each of them had when oh yeah you're talking about uh, Victor Drago uh, and Felix coming in to help out Donnie in his training montage mm-hmm. right yeah, yeah at the end and it was cool because then you have uh, Damien who uh, now is like flipped in this fight with Donnie like you have this whole idea of like he was the one like he was kind of just like the the punching bag now he's out there like beating up all his sparring partners just like yeah there's nothing man like nothing, nothing stopping me here like when you know. I guess uh, what's really cool too is you know like him coming through like you see a bit of like the the rugged fight style the border not borderline the pre dirty fight style that he was that he was bringing into that 
uh, you know, just uh, glancing elbow hits. Yeah. He used some kicks in uh, boxing. He uh, well, no, he he used his knee to buckle his other knee, mm-hmm. and like that was some like I, I was like shady. Can't do that. Damn, I've seen it. that's like dirty basketball play from like the early nineties that mm-hmm. the Detroit Pistons would do. Like, that's like just <laughs> rough. He was. Like he was like, hey, this is obviously you're fighting, but like he he got in some rough shots in there too. It's like sweep the leg and uh, <laughs> like, like, he was like, yeah, I got a problem with that. I mean, he, Donnie obviously did it, but like, but uh, uh, it's not Donnie. Uh, Dame Dame didn't. Like, I'm, I'm glad, like good. you know, at first I was like, damn, he's gonna be dirty the whole like movie, but at least like in the final fight he was. Oh like, no, because he like, knew he's legit, like, I don't like, care. Like, I know this kid's moves. Like, yeah. I know everything. And like that's and so like this all culminates in the drama where uh, Damien you was using Donnie to get at this championship shot and he you know called in his old prison buddies to do some to to cause some stir up some drama put him <laughs> yeah. into the 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 fight picture and uh, you know kind of like really like muscle his like literally muscle his way through this stuff and like leverage the friendship. Uh, to play him and then it turns out like damn like you were using me this whole time and yeah. then you realize that hey um his uh, donnie's adopted mother never all like all the uh, kept all the mail he was supposed to have because he's like oh, i don't want you associating with him because he's bad news and you know all that was still just like like hey it's not fair like you know all that's going on but to to donnie's testament as a character is really cool he never once threw his mom under the bus he was like oh i never got your letters because my mom hid them like he you know well, yeah. well, he didn't know that she hid them yeah well like even then like no, even after after he, he knew that he never um well he never brought that fact, up uh, something else happens well yeah you mm-hmm. got to talk about that too so you have uh you know marianne uh is, is like kind of still living on her own but she's had some health problems and so they they really want to you know, bring her back in, make sure she's okay. Uh, testament also to Felicia, uh, uh, Felicia Rashad's acting. Like, she's great. Like, and, like, just very kind of stoic. But then, like, those scenes in the family, they're just drinking a little bit of wine and having fun with Donnie and his daughter. Um, like, uh, and Bianca's just, you know, just keeping an eye on her. Like, you can see, like, just the fun lightheartedness came in at the time and just kind of, like, share the family moments. Those were, again, like, just orchestrated and done really well. Like, just, uh, I guess great, great testament to uh, Michael B. Jordan's directing, and that's not even getting to like some of my favorite stuff of the movie. Um, yeah, we got all those uh, awesome anime references, dude. Dude, Anthony and I, I think I was like, I like, I kept looking at it like, dude, it's this, dude, this is from here. This is like, you know, you have in during the during the fights, you have I think Damien doing a Dempsey role from Hajime no Ippo. Like, I'm gonna start throwing out like anime names right now, but like. He's doing Dempsey rolls, just like going in and weaving through and going for the shots. Like that's that was so cool. And like the way it was shot, it didn't look corny. It just looked legit. Like you know, like it looked like you would see it in a yeah. Like, like this is like, and he's a big dude, so he's moving and weaving in. It's like oh, this is this guy's coming in for like some heady hits. Then you got that one one punch, punch that, that like gun. the undercut with like the sweat. Yeah, the uppercut and the sweat. That's remember like the, that's the DBZ punch that. If it was Dragon Ball Z, like the punch would be like going through their back, almost, yeah. almost <laughs> half through their stomach. Yeah. Like, oh. and even with the facial reaction, he's, he's, like his eyes get big. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And, and then he, they do the slow mo and like show that same shot like ten times mm-hmm. before like the next episode. <laughs> or the recap. Yeah. Next time on Creed. Yeah. <laughs> the final, the final two rounds. Uh, 
What was really cool too is how about the double Dragon yeah, Ball Z the, the double, double punch? Double they punch. Both double punch, each they other both punch each other. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. Dude, that was awesome. Yeah, that was one of those like That's you know he's Goku like punch. yeah he's like I gotta have this punch in here like I have to like you had to and like that's going back to it, like you see like the way their rivalry stemmed and formulated and grew naturally in the movie felt like an anime arc where just where this person comes through it's from your past oh like you know we have good kindred but i'm also now your rival because i'm coming after what i'm owed for and i don't like yeah we're you know we're friends and everything but i i don't want i'm like i'm gonna do whatever it takes to get what's mine and like it was again like those initial like you know being humble damien like when they're eating food at the diner to then him kind of getting into it and just going back to his place and just getting back to like what he was training in front of the mirror and everything that was like those little bits it just just really add up to just a, a really awesome like uh and fleshed out sort of you know in essence antagonist for one of these movies it was so good there was one shot that I really liked in the movie. I'm trying to look for it, but I, I can't find it at the moment. But it's when they're both, like, before the fight starts, and they're both in the... It's before he or, fights no, Felix. It's, yeah, it's the Felix fight where, where they're, they're in the locker, and, and Adonis goes to, like, the other, other... No, but he, like, goes to the other side, but it's shot... Like, with the Like, wall. in the middle, where, like, the wall's yeah. in the middle, and they both kind of they're glance both at, each at each other, other, even though they're not looking That's at totally each other. That's totally an anime moment, that was, yeah. that was a cool shot. I like that. And the lighting was different for each character. Yeah. That was done so well. Like, oh, and, like, also, like, the, the rooftop scene where they're kind of talking and catching up. Like, yeah. just the way shots were placed out, like, just had great, just a shot establishment. It was... I, I damn man like the more I think about it, I'm like man, I really like this movie a lot. And and shout shout out to uh, Felix Chavez's entrance in that fight. Oh. It was pretty badass with oh, the, yeah. all the smoke they and everybody wearing like, the the skeleton mask and all that. Yeah, yeah they cool. made it a show. Yeah, they truly made it a show. Diamond Dame. That was that's a that was a pretty damn cool like ring ring name or like ring alias like. Uh, it, it was yeah and that was the fight where you start seeing that oh he's gonna really like i'm gonna wear him down with some of like the the cheap stuff and then bring it naturally like i saw that um uh what was really cool there was a um an anime that's about uh as a like high school basketball in japan and there's one team they, they play against and one player is known for a whole team is known for playing like rough and dirty mm-hmm. and they do the knee buckling and uh and, and like the elbow crosses that kind of stuff i remember seeing that i was like damn like who's teaching you that like i want to know like is the coach aware of that stuff but like in this case you know damien's learning that stuff because hey he's in prison he's gotta you know if he's gonna learn to continue his skills of fighting he's gonna pick up some stuff along the way and um the cheap tricks. Yeah, to see him like put them in place, and then afterwards, it was like, all right, cool. We're gonna, we're gonna. He's gonna dial it back, and then like play it clean, because he's like, oh, I already have. I'm already in his head, and then just he hits him with that knockout punch. Ooh. Yeah, because it's uh, it's shown through flashbacks how how he would go to these underground like boxing, uh, like boxing matches where people are like betting and stuff, and it's more like uh, 
obviously like it's unregulated like there are no like there are no rules but they try to keep it as like close to the rules, I mean I guess. they're rules but they're because they be, had helmets on like yeah they had, they didn't but have, like, it was like unsanctioned setting. fights like it was like yeah. hey I'm gonna go here and like and and do you know participate in the unsanctioned fights because yeah. you know that's he's gonna get his experience like that and you and saw I'm sure that they were also like like the rules were kind of loose a little bit uh, for yeah prison. before before he went to prison yeah. what was really After cool prison too he, that's where he what was really cool too is that even with that he still had the tactical mind he's like all right check this out you see that he's i'm i'm kind of he's like analyzing and breaking down his opponent he's like all right i'm gonna hit him with this it's gonna be checkmate and just immediately called it I was, and i thought immediately at first like oh are they fixing the fight no no he's just that good so that was that yeah. was nice to see yeah like how they showed how observant he is like every time a round would end he would sit down and he wasn't even paying attention to his coaches and what they were saying. He was just staring at his opponent and seeing, all right, you can see that this guy's weak, like on his side or his ribs hurt. So like immediately the next round starts and he was punching the crap out of this guy's ribs. So yeah, it was, it was really cool. Yep, really. So it's like not only does he had, you know, the hand-to-hand combat, but like he's just like very observant of where where he's supposed to hit and the other person's weaknesses look so. yeah which is in its own way kind of very anime-esque how they were cutting into like just the tunnel vision that damien would have like that's kind of like the in a real anime you'd have like a voiceover kind of like oh i'm gonna overanalyze this and this but <laughs> god i'm glad i didn't do that um, if he swings this way then i'm gonna duck under his <laughs> and it'll be checkmate 20 yeah. minutes, and that would be Jeez. 20 minutes <laughs> a 20 minute analysis analysis um but let's talk about probably what i felt like was the most anime moment which was it was like the second to last round where it was uh, where Donnie and Dame are fighting, but it's just empty. Oh, it wasn't, but it wasn't. It wasn't even the second. It last wasn't. Round. That's the one thing I it didn't started. like about that fight. It was like the second round, and then yeah, by like the, the time it ended, yeah, it was like, it third, was like the round tenth round or something like that. And so yeah, like it was there for a while. That one sequence where everything faded away somehow ended up being like, like 10 rounds. eight rounds or something yeah. like that so i thought that was kind of weird but i like the overall it's a cool concept of it because yeah. it was like just showing like doesn't matter like everyone else that's there it's just them two battling it out i wonder if he came up with that first or if it was more of a limitation because they obviously filmed this during covid could be so i think it was like so more of a we have a limitation so we can't get thousands of people in a stadium so let's use like green screen or whatever and then make it seem like okay it's like us two just fighting like the battle of the past or whatever also, yeah it's cool it was at the stadium yeah the dodger yeah, stadium, the dodger stadium. it was really cool too is that like, they it, would flash back to their younger selves yeah like Again, it, that's, and that's another very anime moment yeah like it was clear it was like a they weren't in a stadium it was like cgi no but sure. i still liked that okay well knowing that it was kind of going to look fake that they put the whole like oh there's like smoke around it was kind of just like the battle of the the yeah. minds the wills and then it shows like i think there was one part where there was like a like the jail cell with the yeah instead of uh like as the as the ring mm-hmm. instead of the ropes yeah like one side of it mm-hmm. and the camera kind of like goes yeah. through it through it and then he had like he was stuck there i know but i'm behind the cage yeah. and it's like oh it should be behind this like a lot of bars. symbolism yeah. and like yeah it was uh, like an overt symbolism again it was very you know that you'd something you'd find in an anime it was really really good that's so cool yeah like if they had the audience there then they would have intercut between like 50 people's faces like oh doing reactions yeah, to yeah. it but He's doing or like the, the same or, reactions oh, that you get on like yeah. or the or the every movie someone before. from the crowd or someone from the crowd analyzing like oh that's what he's doing or they would have they would cut to the actual ring announcers like 
overanalyzing every move. Mm-hmm. So it was a good way to like keep it fresh and different compared to the other like nine movies. Yeah. <laughs> so. And uh, and that was again a really nice way to you know for the 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 dork in me that like or the anime nerd in me that's really. Uh, that really grew up watching a lot of these stuff to kind of see it like I see that validation too and like also a bit of like Michael B. Jordan's validation like yeah like hey this medium is cool is a great way to inject that kind of a storytelling into a movie for general audiences without them knowing and uh, you know it's great also to see like you know we're talking about like how it fits in the greater uh, scheme of this whole Rocky Creed uh, universe universe of storytelling and, you know, like I mentioned before, we, we, we hone in on uh, some parts of Donnie's past before, you know, this was after he got um, adopted by Marianne, but he still, like, snuck out with Damien to, you know, to watch the fights, to, get, you know, get really excited about, you know, boxing. And uh, so, but, you know, you can tell, like, Damien was getting kind of mixed up in a couple shady things because, you know, he packed a gun with him all the time. So, I mean, maybe he was trying to protect himself, but at the same time, like, hey, man, like, that's, you know, the, they had all, you know, there's a group home that they were in. And the reason why that we get to the whole backstory of, you know, why Damien went to prison and not Donnie um, because of, you know, the fight that really Donnie instigated. So, again, seeing that and then he has to reconcile with that and like, how do I deal with that comes out to just, you know, got to fight through it um, I th- again really cool way to put that in give some extra layers to, and more story for adonis creed uh and helping him stand out as his own character it's really really awesome so what do you guys uh give it a final rating who's gonna go first <laughs> oh i say zach go first because you did the marathon yeah yeah complete it you have everything fresh in your mind finish it do it I'm going to probably give... I, I'm kind of torn, but I'm going to say... Well, well, first, out of the Creed movies, which one did you like? Like, where does this one stand in the Creed movies? Like, your rating of the Creed? Uh, number two, as... In the, in the trilogy, as my, so my second this favorite. is your second favorite, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it, I think, a hard eight and a half. Eight and a half, I think Eight and a half. Pretty, nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I. Anthony. I would okay. give it a, an eight. Uh, I agree. It's. I think it's the second best one. I. I was talking to Xavier earlier. Like I barely remember Creed two. That I kind of want to rewatch it just to see if, maybe the first time I watched it I didn't, wasn't paying attention that much. But, um, I do remember it not the second Creed not being as good as the first. So yeah, this one definitely felt a lot more like the first one, just without Rocky. So that's one of my criticisms was that it just it there was at times where it felt weird that he wasn't in it. I agree that he didn't need to be in it, but it seemed like like okay. First of all, this storyline that I didn't like, which was when his mom passed away, I thought that was kind of a waste that they kind of just threw that in there. And but you would think that he would probably be there like for the funeral, yeah. And exactly. also maybe for the Cause, last because he, he was there for Apollo's funeral, obviously, right? And right. And to be there then for the wife of Apollo, yeah. It was it was just it seemed odd. Like it was odd that they even had that in the first place that she passed away, because uh, I felt like they wasted the actress Felicia Rashad as a good actress and she's been good as his mom for these three movies. And I was just like, uh, 
like it was sort of sad for me but i felt like they wanted it to be more sad and i guess i wasn't completely sad that it happened i was like oh it felt kind of rushed that they just like stuck this in the middle of the movie she had a history of a stroke and then oh no no only in this movie because they told it to you in the beginning of the movie (laughs) well there is a time jump between two and and three right maybe like like three years two years at least three years or so yeah Yeah. i think it was even more it was like five years but i I did like how this movie kind of uh sort of emulates like rocky three where it's like the fighter coming out of retirement to like come back and do do like i know in quotes in quotes one more fight or fast and furious one last ride for the 10th time you know because i'm sure there's gonna be more creed movies so it's gonna be one more fight five more times but yeah i like that um that's always a cool like i gotta see if i could do it again um so that's why i also like you would think rocky would at least be there maybe to help him train for the fight uh even if he wasn't there the rest of the movie he'd be like hey if you remember what you gotta do I felt that because I feel like in all the Rocky movies and the Creed movies that there was always those uh, Stallone, Rocky's uh, wisdoms, the little snippets. Those one-liners. Of, the snippets of wisdoms. They're like, oh, man, this movie is great. Uh, and I just felt like this movie was missing that one that one yeah. little... There's that one line that always sneaks up in every movie where yeah. you're like, damn. Yeah, like, oh, there <laughs> nice. you go. Yeah. I got to go work out. <laughs> but, yeah, pretty much other than those two things, uh, yeah, I liked it. It was a very, very solid movie I, I really enjoyed it um, so yeah 8 8 nice okay Damn. Uh, I think I'll also give it an 8 I think we're all kind of aligned here but um, I also saw Creed 1 and Creed 2 like day of day before so seeing the whole trilogy was pretty awesome um, and then I think I also rated like in the middle uh, like the second of the three, mm-hmm. like yeah, better than three, better than, better two, than two, but not better than one. Correct. Yeah. Although two is not that far off. Um, I no, think they're so, very close. Yeah, two's good. Um, I just don't. Remember. There's a lot in in two that I like uh, with Rocky and Drago, but this one had some cool, not twist, but like uh, like its own take on it and it, like a fresh style and some cool anime references and just uh, a great uh, villain, if you say. Um, I think uh, Jonathan Majors really knocked it out of the park. So. At Dodger Stadium. Okay. <laughs> 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 he did it. All right. Um, for some of the many reasons that were, were stated uh, by Danny, Zach, and a bit of Anthony here, I think overall I liked the... Um, I'm on the camp where, like, I'm okay with Rocky not being there because it uh, lets Adonis stand on his own as a character. We get more of his fleshed-out story. We see more of his family life and, like, maybe some sprinkles here and there of uh, possibilities with his daughter going through uh, her own things and using boxing as an outlet. Uh, Again, like Danny said, Jonathan Majors um, as Damian Anderson is just completely captivating on screen. The dude just uh like is steam is scene stealing and but at the same time adding to everything going on like he's just an yeah. amazing actor yeah, he was great um i love the like the but not just the physicality to it but the emotion and the, the range the subtleties that he brought to the character the mind games um he was yeah but i, I just couldn't help but at certain points i'm just still rooting for the man 
that's just that's how good it was like he brought to it and i think that's what he strives to do as an actor whenever he plays like these villainous roles these roles as antagonists or villains but uh you know i would call him more of a rival than a villain in this movie because of you know their shared history but um again like the all the inspirations that uh michael b jordan has on this movie really add to it and don't subtract or take away or are too obnoxious or on the nose about it um you know, uh, I, despite me wishing there was more of like a, a big grandiose like training montage, I just felt maybe the training montage, not to me, I didn't feel, um, to me the training montage was more emotional than it was about this like these crazy physical uh, feats of strength and feats of training. Like it was more of him getting, you know, back on the horse and trying to uh, come to the realization that, yeah, he's older now, he's... He, but he still has to face his um, face his demons and face his past and all this and uh, the arcs the character arc that both these main characters go through are just re- really strong. That's why I would give this an eight point five. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to beat that montage from Creed One. That's a pretty awesome. That's montage. that's pro- yeah. That's that that's hands down. That's the like best one. like gonna that, fly now. That's his gonna series. fly now moment. Yeah. yeah. Like that that like is. As good as like the Rocky One, Rocky Two montage moments. Do you know? Do Rocky you remember? Two is awesome. Do you remember? I don't know if it was Rocky One or Two, but there was a point where he's running and he's getting to. Two is uh, the, the one where like the whole like city is running with him. Okay, the kids. so yeah, with the kids so, and all that. So the kids. Okay, two is with this. Yeah, so there's two. There was this one kid who's trying to catch him, uh-huh. and Rocky's like, "Hell no, kid! He ain't catching <laughs> he me!" Takes off and he just and takes off, like, and the kid's like, "Ugh, no, because I can't catch you. You're mean." It was the that's the ultimate like f them kids moment that Rocky's ever had, and then he has a kid. But uh, that was yeah, I would stand on my ground with this one as an eight point five. If I'm if I give Creed one like a a, a nine like a the, the hard nine, then this one is like the the soft eight point five. Yeah, I like how uh, this movie is also like more family oriented since now he's older and he has a family. I liked his relationship with his daughter and Tessa Thompson more. Yep. Whereas I felt like Tessa Thompson was always good in the other ones, but I felt like they were more like a, I don't know. I felt like they gelled more in this movie than they did in the others. But yeah, it was it was cool. He was having a tea party. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Wake up, oh fine, and then straight up tea party like any good dad, like any good dad would do. So good. Yeah, man. So I, it just now makes me want to rewatch the movie again. Just uh, yeah, again on record, Jonathan Majors is the freaking truth. That dude's amazing. So earlier when you said he came to play, I thought you said he, he came, came to play. To play. <laughs> he came to play. No, that's the title of the episode. <laughs> he came to play. He came to play. Oh boy, good job, Anthony. All right, you thanks, guys. So. Um, hopefully, uh, this little break in our, uh, you know, weekly watch cadence came through, uh, and is entertaining for you all because, uh, this movie is just truly that special. Like it was really good. We just had to, uh, take the time to go out and talk about it and share our thoughts. Hopefully you have your own thoughts. If you have other, other things that you wanted to bring up, other little tidbits, factoids, or other pieces, other animes that maybe you, that inspired. When watching this movie you thought of uh reach out to us talk to us uh share your thoughts over through our social media pages on uh twitter and instagram popcorn watch list and we'd love to share that with the rest of uh the viewers and listeners and kind of get that community going guys uh thank you so much for tuning in 
And for sure, we're gonna catch uh, you're gonna catch us next time talking about hot fuzz and see what Danny thinks about uh, doing things for the greater good. The greater good. <laughs> Get ready. Uh, thanks again for everybody for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you next time. See ya later. Later. <laughs>